Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. Well, hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday to those of you who are tuning in live. This is Lois Kofi with our weekly Healthy and Wealthy and Wise broadcast. This is the live show. So if you happen to be tuning in live, please go ahead and play along. We love our live studio audience. Go ahead and put hashtag live and what city state or country because this group is global this is a group of positive like-minded go-givers who are all about living their best life with their best health their best wealth and their best wisdom and every week i bring amazing experts and guests who are focused on one of those three topics and sometimes we we cover all three because i believe that healthy and wealthy and wise or wisdom. It's kind of like my holy trinity of foundational pillars to helping encourage, equip, inspire you and myself. I always get inspired by my guests every week to be my best and to do my best so I could have my best results in life. So today um, we have Hans Parge here. I'm going to introduce him here in a second. Um, you know, please, if you're watching this even on the replay, hashtag replay. And if you see value in this show today, go ahead and hit the share button and share it out to the masses because we know during this pandemic, um, it's a little, little, <laughs> been a little crazy this year, right? And there's a lot of people. Hey, Sean, Sean is tuning in from the beautiful, colder Minnesota. Nice to have you here, Sean. So excited to have live guests. So please, like I said, go ahead, share this message with your community. And of course, this will be showing up in iTunes and on YouTube this coming Monday. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my friend, our guest today, Hans Parge, who's really, <laughs> he's probably, not to take away from any of my other guests, he's probably the most just brilliant smartest um, guy with a lot of depth and passion for health and wealth and wisdom. He has a passion for understanding things within a scientific context. He loves to live and lead a life of service. He's going to talk more about that today. He's also someone who, if you, you'll hear his accent, but he grew up in Ireland. He actually has a PhD from Trinity College in Dublin, Ireland. He did a postdoctorate in Berlin um, at the Free University and the University of Edinburgh. And then he, he came a long way, ended up here in San Diego, um, where he worked at the Scripps Research Institute here. And he actually, uh, this is mind blowing to me. I can't wait for you to share more about this, Hans. He did atomic structural analysis of proteins which are the molecules of life. So when I say he's really smart, <laughs> he's really, really smart. So Hans, I'm gonna turn it over to you because I know there's a lot we can learn from you today. You also have a big heart to go along with that scientific mind and background. So tell us more about how did you get into all of that and tell us more about your, your story. 
Thank you very much for that <clears throat> kind introduction, Lois, and also thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to speak to your community. I, it's an absolute honor and a privilege, and excuse me. <clears throat> so yes, you know, when you look back in, in life and ask yourself, how did you get here? There are those few percentage people who have made a 30-year, 50-year, 90-year plan when they are coming out of their mother's womb. And then there's the rest of us <laughs> that, that, that uh, are used the signposts of life to guide us along. So I think my, <clears throat> my interest uh, and then the fun really started when I was probably in my late 20s and was introduced to, to the big molecules of life and how to, how to uh, look at them at the atomic level. And that brought me then to Edinburgh, to Berlin, to the Scripps Research Institute. And, and it was a wonderful career in science that ended up uh, bringing me to a small startup in San Diego called Agaron that, uh, uh, that used that technology to inform drug discovery. Um, so that's, so I'm sure it's a long answer, long Irish answer to your short question, which basically says, I don't know. I just followed the signs and, and, um, and at the appropriate times during during that journey, people turned up and said, Hans, you might want to look at this. This might be something of interest. Um, and when I did, I found, yes, that they were right. It was something that was aligned with, with, uh, with my journey. That's so amazing. Well, knowing what, uh, how much you know about science and knowing um, that uh, we talk a lot about spirituality in this in this group um, and as part of my journey, health and wealth and wisdom, a lot of it for me was rooted in the very depths of my soul and my in my being. And then you put science into that mix. So I'd love to know, you know, why do we do what we do? Like, do you understand? Um, and I know it's kind of esoteric, but you and I love to talk about this kind of stuff as people are going through this pandemic and they're struggling to figure out what is next for me. How can we work together um, to help people and, and change the world as so many people out there are being challenged by life right now and looking for answers and help? It's interesting that you should say that, Lois. I, there's a there's a funny saying when I was going through my own challenges like about eleven years ago when they moved my cheese uh, and looking to find another 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 cheese to get dug into um, things will all be all right in the end and if they're not all right it's not the end so if we if we hold on to that truism that while we're going through the pain. The pain helps us grow. It helps us actually focus on what's important for us and to us and helps us uh, pick a direction. Um, definitely, we are now living in a world where collaboration seems to be coming more and more and more into the forefront than, than competition. And you know that wonderful acronym for team, together everyone achieves more. Um, we, we have, we've come to the point where competition has brought us this far, collaboration will bring us that far. But we do, we do need to evolve our consciousness uh, into a more of an abundant mindset rather than, oh, I need to kill you to have what you have so I can survive. Uh, and, and that I think, uh, you know, if, if, I, if I remember there was a meme that came up very recently, the only true wisdom is to know that you know nothing. 
Mm. And to be open. I think prejudice and ignorance are the two things that I have suffered from my life in my life, but they're also the things that scare me the most when we hold so uh how do you call it fanatically to a dogma <laughs> that we are not willing to open up our minds and empty our cup like you have your empty cup there to lead uh, to learn to learn more yeah or even get get different perspectives so uh, hopefully that was not too much of a digression but um oh no it, it was great i love collaboration um i know some people call it cooperation. Um, I, I also know that you, you said something that I want to touch on really quickly. Uh, who moved your cheese or my cheese? And you said 11 years ago, your cheese was moved. Can you unpack uh, a little bit more of that story? Because uh, I know you've also been wildly successful. And I, I do want to talk uh, next about your life of service and, and nourishing kids. And you've got so much great stuff that you're doing. But what happened 11 years ago that moved your cheese and how did you respond to that? So um, at that stage, I was director of crystallography at Pfizer and Pfizer made a billion dollar bet in a clinical trials to uh, bring a compound that was supposed to replace Lipitor in their portfolio. And that billion dollar bet uh, missed when they un blinded the clinical studies and showed that there were issues with that drug. So that was a flush, not only of money, but it was also a, a, a downsizing of many sites within Pfizer because Lipitor was 25% of their global revenue. And contrary to people thinking that these are all free, there is a, there is a lot of investment going into drug discovery. Uh, and and uh, and I rode out on wave 95. I mean, I was, I'm very grateful for the experience with Pfizer. I'm very grateful for what they've done and how they sort of uh, eased that, that sort of uh, moving of the cheese. But I had been, I was done at that stage uh, with working for corporate, um, even though it, it, it was a fantastic career. And I looked for something else. And, you know, an MD, PhD friend turned me on to the world of direct sales. People like it, people don't like it. There are good players, there are bad players. But really, for me, I'm still 11 years on, a huge proponent of that vehicle to make cash flow. Because, you know, if I always tell people if you're living in the land of the free and the home of the brave entrepreneur, which is the US, find a passion and build your business around that passion and have it be a plan B. I mean, if I had. If I had had a plan B in 2009, that transition would have been less traumatic. <laughs> but it's like everything. We, we, we don't really do things until they become real. You know, uh, few people sort of anticipate and proactively prevent <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh, and, and hence they're sort of set up. I mean, so um, that, was, that was my journey. And I moved into the world of direct sales with the company Chopra endorsed. And I love that for the education of traditional medicine. So it was a different, you know, you move from the, the coin of life of treatment and cures to wellness and prevention. And now, oh. really, really, if you think of it now, we are living, 2020 has been an awesome year, an awesome year to have people recalibrate uh, and refocus on 
how do they want to protect themselves and how do they want to manage their risk? Because life is risk, you know, both health, wealth, and wise risk. So how, how are you managing a risk and who do you know or who do you have in your life? Because we are the sum of the people that are surrounding us. Uh, who do you know that helps uh, reduce that risk and also increase and maximize your potential? That's so awesome. You guys, you, you and I have so much in, in common other than I didn't get a PhD and I, I studied in Oxford for a quarter in college. <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had some European influence in college, but that was about it. Um, I want to I want to touch on a couple things that you let said. Say, let me just say one thing here. Yeah. yeah. PhD is an acronym for poor, hungry, and desperate, or piled higher and deeper. <laughs> all, all all it allows a person to do, whether whether you whether you whether you live in the school of life or you go to the academic. It allows people to develop a critical thinking brain. That's all it does. And you have a wonderfully astute critical thinking brain, Lois. So don't, <laughs> don't you need a PhD. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, it's funny. I was actually going to say that. Um, you said poor, hungry, and desperate. That was me in 2008 because I actually, it was 2007. Um, I had my car repossessed before my 30th birthday. I had put all my eggs in the basket called real estate industry. Even though I had massive success, um, it was kind of a, you, you mentioned the word dogma and, and uh, you know, having a closed mind. It was that experience that broke me down and got me to open my mind and start for maybe the first time in my life actually being curious and questioning what I had learned and what I had believed in and all of the things because I had all of these rules right in my brain that were very strict about paying my bills on time and you know can't file bankruptcy you know if you do if you lose your house it's you're a failure I had all of these negative thought processes and it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And, and like you, I turned to direct sales and network marketing because I was pretty closed off to that prior to, and I realized, oh my gosh, I can't have all my eggs in one basket ever again. I've got to diversify. And I also had lost my health because of the stress of all of that trauma and the rigid beliefs were actually what helped cause the, the trauma that my body then manifested a dis-ease, right? So I 100% agree with you that 2020 could be someone's best year ever if they, if they really hear what you and I are saying about what have you learned this year that you can pivot and follow and go somewhere different don't you think that's kind of what you've seen as well for people this year I, I i totally agree i mean it's only it's only the you know no pain no gain i mean there are very very trite sayings you know growth growth i mean i i learn nothing about the workings of my computer when it's working it's only when all of a sudden it stops working do i actually learn about what the inner workings are so um, not that I, not that I'm a sucker for punishment, but but really, you know, it gives us an opportunity to step back, and we need to take time out. 
that's why you know when when you you had your your issues and most and I hear that story all the time. Uh, our body calls time out and 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 says here this cannot go any longer. You're stressing me out. So the systems are are failing. You know, so I'm going to keep you in bed for a while uh, and and see if you can heal. And it's the same way with. I mean, I think the 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 the, the COVID the COVID world has slowed us down it has made us reprioritize what what are the things that are important but also i think it's the first time in my 11 years in doing wellness that the world now is all of a sudden talking about how can we proactively prevent you know should we be taking vitamin c and zinc yeah should we be doing that all the time <laughs> you know uh, should we actually um focus more and pay more for wellness rather than wait until until we get sick which is really just a human nature to do that. It's not bad or good. It just is the way it is, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's um, it's a magical world of opportunity. Here we have uh, Sean Waite. He's always got a good line. He's this year may have given many of us PhDs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Very, very well said, Sean. And we have Jackie Mar. Jackie from Iowa. Thanks so much for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you on my class tomorrow. So thank you for being here, guys. So I want to talk about, you know, you talk about collaboration and uh, it sounds like you, you learned a lot from the Great Recession, as did I. We humbled ourselves. We opened our minds. And you also talk about a life of service. Is that something that you've you've learned more in the last 11 years um since you left the pfizer corporate world or has that been something that has been a part of your life and and what do you do what do you call a life of service so you know we live and we learn we hopefully live and learn and we and i have come across some wonderful people one one person is my obi-wan kenobi uh, dr john mayo and he reminded me of a, of a christian philosopher called uh, paul tillich and there are three anxieties that we all feel as a human. The third of those anxieties is the anxiety that's associated with guilt. And it's the guilt that is not guilt for having done something wrong, it's the guilt for not living up to one's potential. We all have that, yeah? The guilt associated with not living up to one's potential. So we all want to, at the, I think we all have this feeling that we want to look back at our life as having meant something and have left something and having made some impact and and that breeds contentment and happiness we are happy or content to the extent that we are of service to others and there are many i'm just quoting standing on the shoulders of many of the wise people that have come before us you know you can have everything in the world that you want so long as you help enough other people get what they want yeah and that's Ziegler, and, and that that's that's very very important. Now we can also we have to be real as well. As I said before, you know, scientists trust God; everyone else bring them data. So the reality is, we as a we as humanity, even now, we need opportunity to to uh, deliver on our Maslow chart, uh, specifically at the very bottom, food shelter. You know, when that when that gets moved away, people get very ugly. So how, mm -hmm. what are their opportunities? What are, are there out there to help people 
not only you know live a life of fulfillment at the top you know follow their purpose but to provide a life and a living for their family and that's real stuff yeah um you need you have to help the people that cannot help themselves but for everyone else you empower you know that's the one of the missions of the of 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 uh, that I've sort of signed up to is to be a force for good throughout the world by empowering people to improve their lives. Mm-hmm. People will find happiness when they know that, you know, there are three things that drive them, according to Daniel Pink, autonomy, mastery, and purpose. You give that to people and they're happy. And if they're happy, then it's a happy community, it's a happy family, it's a happy world, or at least contented world. Again, awesome. it's... Hopefully that wasn't too off the, the charts. No, it was perfect. We've got uh, Sean and Jackie are, are tuning in. Um, we're afraid of our own greatness and given a purpose when we are born, uh, 100%. And I think it's, for me, it's when I stumble and fall and things don't go the way they quote unquote should, right? We can all should upon ourselves every day if we want to, right? That, that kind of guilt and shaming thing. Or we could be curious and say, huh, I wonder where this is going to take me or what am I meant to learn through this, this, this bump in the road or this process? And to your point, how can I learn from this and give back to my community, my tribe, my country, whoever you're serving? Um, don't you do a lot uh, with also talking back to life of service and, and uh, helping enough other people get what they want? I love that quote. Um, don't you do something with nourishing children? So I'm glad you brought that up. And I, I won't go into the details, but other than to say that if we, if we use nourish as a watchword for our world, yeah, um, Nourish the body, mind, and spirit, because it's that holistic trilogy that keeps us healthy or what they call homeostasis or balance. So one of my passions is, you know, listening to Mary Robinson about 10 years ago, talking about climate justice. You know, when you have a malnourished child or or, or a starving child, that child's life going forward, if it doesn't die, is severely compromised. So, and let's, let's acknowledge the fact that women are responsible for the nourishing because they're the mothers. So mothers nourish and fathers protect, I mean, at a, at a first level. Yeah? So if that mother does not know how to nourish the child, the child is okay so long as it's in the womb or on the breast because in that closed system of competition for resources, the child will win. That's how the species has survived. After it's off the breast, then it becomes a crapshoot as to what knowledge the mother has and what network the mother has to make sure that child gets continually all the raw ingredients it needs to build a brain, a heart, a body. Yeah. So that's 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 where I sort of focus my my efforts is educate on nourishing. And how do you know you're nourished? How do you know your family is nourished? And what are you doing to at least, I, mean, I, I cannot force people to eat anything, you know, because some people would die because they, they would gag on food, yeah? But at least educate people. Uh, mm. And then, you know, 
Awesome. You know, it, it says raise, raise the level of awareness because the minute you raise the awareness, you've got a choice. <laughs> yeah, it's empowering to raise awareness. And of course, there will always be skeptics like Galileo skeptics that will refuse to look through the telescope. And, you know, they're none so blind as those who will not see. And that requires a certain amount of patience and understanding on, on the person that's trying to educate. So powerful what you said, because I can I can identify you talk about nourishing the child and they say it, it takes a village. Right. So I know we can help our children of our, our future so much. So, I mean, I, I grew up without a mom. I was raised by a single dad and there was a lot of trauma within that. However, the shining light, when people hear my story, they're like, Lois, how did you turn out the way that you did? And I was like, it took a village. Uh, and I was thankfully very protected and nourished in a positive, in many different homes. I adopted many different moms and dads and friends and aunts and uncles and grandparents to learn that that wisdom um, to keep moving forward, and so, you you do you have like a, a project, and and is there any way that other people can get involved with how you're focused on nourishing kids, or how does how does one figure out? This is maybe too many questions at once, so forgive me. How does one figure out too? What is their best life of service or direction for that? I'm I'm always open to hearing what what you know, hearing what people's wants and needs are, and seeing how I can be of help. So in that Calendly link, everyone can can schedule or welcome to schedule at thirty minutes, and we can have a conversation. Um, you know, I'm not going to push stuff on you, Lois. I'm not going to say I do this, I do that, or the other. It, it's really what people want and how I can be of service. Um, so that, that I leave it at that. That's you know that's um, that's my my service to the to the community. At least at least an ear, yeah. At least uh, yes, yeah. And that's I put that on the screen here, guys. If you see below, this is how you can also reach Hans and and be able to have that free consultation with him, and having like a like we're having right now um, a deep thinking, feeling, purpose-driven conversation. Because when you, you talk about nourishing in mind, body, and spirit, that's actually why I named this healthy and wealthy and wise. For me, um, mental health manifests into the body, which is where we, we, we need the abundance. And again, it, it's not necessarily just money. It's social capital. It's relationship. It's you know, how you can also be of service. And then the spirit is the wisdom piece. Um, I'm very, very deeply spiritual in believing that, you know, we all have a purpose and how do you live out that purpose and share that through your wisdom is really where I, I came up with that name. And I'd love to know because you're such a deep thinker. When you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, Hans, what does that mean for you? Well, you know, we, we, we grew up, or I grew up, you know, learning it. You know, early to bed and early to rise makes a person healthy, wealthy, and wise. I mean, that's so. And I, I love that you've done that. I mean, I, I'm surprised that you even had it available to you, <laughs> that it hadn't been stolen as a, as a link somewhere before. Or, a, or a, so. What it means to me is exactly what what it means to you. Is is how do how do we 
how do we maintain those three aspects of our health? And what you know, there's a there's a lovely lady that I met on on LinkedIn. She she talks about human dignity, you know, and and the seven the seven human rights. But those seven human rights come with human responsibilities. We all stand on our soapbox of I have a right to be here and do this, that, and the other. But what are your responsibilities? And the first the first right is the right to your body. But the first responsibility then becomes what are you doing to keep your body functioning? Hmm. And the body, as you say, includes the mind and includes includes everything else. So how how does the body stay healthy? And then what what do you know? And who do you have? I mean, this comes back to the, to the, to the, to the powerful opportunity that I see all around now to bridge the intergenerational gaps. I mean, we got four generations now alive. How do we, how do we bring the wisdom uh, from from the old to the young and the young to the old? It's not just a one-way street. You know, that's one thing that that we that we more mature people have got to recognize that there is a lot of things to learn. And there's always be learned from the young, and there's a lot of things that the young learn from the old at, at every stage in life. Because really, you know, you have to learn from the experts because you just don't have enough time to figure it out all on your own. Mm. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the yeah. truth? No yeah. one, no one. Uh, we all learn from each other. First of all, if we can humble ourselves and be open-minded and not so fixed and dogmatic in our mindset like you said there's there's a lot that we don't know more that we don't know <laughs> than we do know that's where the mastermind uh philosophy comes in and i know um guys you guys please connect with hans um here as we as we wrap it up um this is how you can connect with him he's a master global connector you know he's he's in different mastermind groups you can find him if you haven't already, um, inside of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, my Facebook community, he's one of my more active people in there. He likes, he comments, he engages. Um, so please take him up on his free offer and reach out to him on the Calendly link, calendly.com forward slash Hans hyphen Parge. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. Is there anything else um, that you'd like to share as we close it out here? We could go on forever, and I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity. I, I would say I wish you all nourished, safe, and happy. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. This was, like I said, um, not surprisingly, one of our, our more depth-driven, uh, spiritual, thought-provoking questions If or shows. If you, if you saw value today, please hit the share button share it with your community. And for those of you who are tuning in and know about this, um, don't forget tomorrow, December 19th, is my taking action planning class, putting your 2021 on paper. As Jim, Jim Rohn, my mentor, always said, when do you start your year, Lois, when it's finished on paper? So you can go to loiskofi.com forward slash action and sign up so we can kind of continue what Hans and I actually, so I think eloquently started is that conversation of how can you help other people get what they want in 2021 and get what you want in 2021. So thanks guys for tuning in. If you want an email of this episode, this amazing episode, so you can keep it for posterity, please sign up and subscribe at healthy and wealthy and wise 
www.thecrystalcoffee.com. Until next time, guys, we'll see you. Actually, next week um, is the Christmas holiday. I might have a surprise guest. I might not. Um, uh, I might just be taking the rest of the year off. So we'll be back on January 1st. Um, with Dr. John Poorman, uh, kicking off the brand new year of 2021. He's an international holistic physician out of Arizona, and we're super excited to kick off a new year with him. So until next time, everyone, again, thank you, Hans. Um, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.